At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. It's Green and Growing with Ashley Frasca. Plants, flowers, trees, and stuff. Brought to you by Pike Nurseries. On 95.5 WSB. Seven minutes after 8 o'clock. Hey, it's Ashley Frasca here. A little under the weather, but having a good show, I think. You're listening to Green and Growing, hour number three. We're going to be joined by Pike Nursery in just a little bit to get you in the holiday spirit, the Christmas spirit. We've had good calls, and we are going to continue to take those. 404-872-0750. And want to mention, I've heard Robin mention in her newscasts this morning, it is Small Business Saturday. And that is so important to many, many folks, their livelihoods and their dreams rest upon owning their own business. And we have friends who own boutiques, cafes, restaurants, some sell cosmetics, um, home repair businesses. My husband, he used to be a small business owner, and this was always a big day for us. He got signs made, did flyers, and the whole nine to drive more business to his station um, on Black Friday and the Thanksgiving holiday as well. So keep them in mind as you're out shopping today. Uh, peruse some of the small businesses and give them your, uh, patronize them, you know, give them your business and maybe eat lunch or dinner at a uh, small cafe or restaurant, something. Keep those folks in business. They need you more now than ever for sure. All right, some good calls. We're going to get right back to it out in Mapleton. We say good morning to Dave. Hey, welcome to the show, Dave. Hey, good morning, Ashley. Hey, question, uh, question for you i was a little late this year just due to the due to you know weather and work but um aerated in uh, three about three weeks ago threw down some uh, tall fescue um and the question is with the uh, with the cold weather coming up this week well the seedlings coming up and, and they range between three quarters of an inch to about an inch and a half uh are they in jeopardy of dying now so you are getting some germination right so that's good Yes. Okay. And as a rule of thumb, what we want to do, fescue is a cool season grass, so it does stay hardy and healthy through the colder months. But when you're seeding, and yeah, talking about a little bit more vulnerable grass, typically you do want to do that 45 days before the first frost. So you are a little short on that, maybe 21 days or so before we're going to get that first frost. And soil temperatures play a key role as well. Surprisingly, with as warm as it has stayed, soil temperatures are dropping. And I'm looking on georgiaweather.net, Dave, which is a great site put on by the University of Georgia. And the closest weather station to you would be out in Dallas. And they're reporting soil temperatures already down to like 55 degrees, which is a lot cooler than what I would think it is at this point. 
but ideal soil temperatures for that germination, they really need that three weeks to germinate. Ideal soil temperatures need to hover around 60 to 65 degrees. So in your case, I, I feel good about it already germinating and you're already starting to see some green, but you may lose some. And at this point, there's really nothing you can do to protect it or anything like that. You're just going to lose some. But I would plan on another application and overseeding maybe in March or early April to fill in what you're going to lose now. But I mean, I, I still commend you for doing it. You did it, you know, and and that's going to be, you know, the best the best thing. But on the calendar next year, put it a little bit earlier. I know we get so busy with work and the weather and all that kind of thing. But two, it's going to rain now. So that's that's going to help a little bit. But keep your fingers crossed. Just keep an eye on it. Hey, th- thanks, Ashley. And, uh, you know, the the conflict next spring is I really want to put down some, some pre-emergent to control the crabgrass. And I know I've got a conflict when I try to, to uh, overseed. And, you know, I think there's an eight-week uh, spacing, right, between the uh, pre-emergent and, and new grass, I think, right? Absolutely, yeah. Six to eight weeks at least. I always tell folks to read the bag and just make sure. That is a little bit of a conflict for sure. So we'll definitely talk about that maybe beginning in February, how we can best go about doing that. I I know that was a great question that I had for Walter um, this fall, running into the same type thing. So yeah, we'll, we'll bring it back up in February and start thinking about it early. Okay. Hey, thanks very much, Ashley. Appreciate it. Thanks, Dave. Have a good Saturday. 404-872-0750. Up next, Lori calling from Stockbridge. Hey, good morning, Lori. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Yeah, I have a question. My father, um, I he recently passed away, and I inherited the house and the land, and he had planted ivy, English ivy, years ago. And Oh, my goodness. Um, unfortunately, he had dementia, so he was Things are pretty much in bad shape, but it has covered. I mean, we had a path all the way down to a beautiful view of the creek. We're like up on a real high hill and mm. ivy. It's like cut through, except it's ivy. It's up the house. Oh, no. It's killing all the plants. I I can't believe it. I've seen a lot of it in South Florida years ago, but I've never seen it like this. It's just everywhere. And I'm wondering, is there a way to control it and when and winter coming? Is that when you start cutting or spraying or, or do you have any advice? So one of the times of year that it's most susceptible to chemical control is right about now. We may be a little late, oh, but right. I advised folks just a few weeks ago Um, that that was the best time that it's most vulnerable to chemical control. I recommend manual removal, and I know that's probably overwhelming, Lori, because it sounds like you've got an awful lot, and it's backbreaking. I mean, manual removal. Oh, several acres, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I thought about maybe even hiring a crew to come in and start cutting it because it's just ruining everything. I didn't know, does it kill trees because it's going up all the trees and... It can, yeah. It has definitely choked out a few smaller trees in my yard, pine trees and smaller. Um, yes, and, definitely. I mean, they're, they're covered. Yeah. yeah, you can't even see the trunk anymore, and they lose limbs. They start to shed their limbs just being stressed out, and just the weight of that ivy, it, it weighs so oh. heavy on the trees that it, that it is going to kill them. So any manual removal you can do, and also, I mean, that includes mowing is at least going to get a good start, but it's not getting the roots that are already down in the right. ground. But right. mowing first like you said get a crew out there or whatever and then that actually makes it a little more susceptible to where the chemicals are going to get in there a little bit faster 
Um, and if you had to use a herbicide, I'm going to go with something with triclopyr. That is the active ingredient. Triclopyr okay. rather than Tricl something with a... Mm -hmm. Rather okay, than I, something I don't know what that is, so I'm writing it down. You're saying triclopyr? Yeah. Uh-huh. T-R-I-C-L-O-P-Y-R. So that's going to be the active ingredient in a herbicide. The reason I recommend that is because it's a little more selective rather than uh, glyphosate, like a Roundup. That's just going to do oh, damage yeah, I don't to want anything that. and everything yes. nearby. Yeah, and you've probably yes, got Yes, I don't want that. And, yes. Right. So I would start looking into that, but do your homework too and maybe look into some other options. I know I, I laugh every time I say this, but the whole rent-a-goat thing, I don't know what their diet prefers. I don't know if it's kudzu or <laughs> ivy or whatever. But... You know, I am I am not kidding you. I passed up the road uh, a yard full, and I truly did. I thought, I wonder if I could go in there and ask them if I could rent their goats. Because online it's like $400 a day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I thought, wow, you know, yeah. maybe that would be something to think about. <laughs> It is something to wow. consider for sure. And I mean, they have been along the downtown connector. Even I remember us seeing them one morning on University Avenue, right next to the connector of all places thinking, okay, you know, goats, they, they're willing to work in any conditions, <laughs> but their labor is not funny? cheap. So, well, yeah, wow. if you want Lori too, um, give me some pictures, you know, go on Facebook and go to Green and Growing WSB. Oh, I want to see some pictures, maybe of the before and after. No rush. I know this is going to be probably yeah. a, a long-term project for you, but exactly. you're, you're doing the right thing and starting to think of just tackling it and getting it back to, you know, restoring it back to what your, your father had it. That's going to be beautiful over yeah, time. Yeah, because I, I do. Yeah. I, yes, I like Ivy, but good night. I had no idea. Yeah. And I mean, just every time you go out to the mailbox or every time you're out there doing something with the car, man, just yank some, just pull it, yank it and throw guess, it in a bin yeah. to where I wouldn't, I wouldn't throw it back into the woods or anything. Cause it's just, oh, no, keep rooting, throw again. yeah, no. let it die in a bucket or a trash can or something like that, but just kind of eat away at it. I wish I had better advice, but yeah, let me know what you find yeah. as far as a herbicide too and proper application of that, read the label and all of that. But um, you got a few well, different options. It's just going to take some time. One more thing. One more mm -hmm. thing. Around the bottom of the trees, just to start off, because, again, is it easily an acre full, maybe two. Could I, like, the real big trees just go around and cut it at the bottom for now? I mean, to save the tree until I can get the other? Or Yes, I would. Or, I would go ahead and cut it around the base of the tree, wait for it to yeah. die a little bit, and it's going to make it easier to pull down. Um, but also yeah. you've got to look at the ground as well. Cause if, if you're just cutting around oh, the base of the tree, you're killing what's going up, but you still need to be right. leery of what's oh, yeah. going around it. That's going to start, you know, coming up the tree shortly. Oh yes. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm glad you called. Good luck, Lori, and have a good Saturday. We've got Miles and Stockbridge and Greg and Roswell calling as well. We're going to take a break, check traffic and weather, and we'll be back on Green and Growing. This is WSB. Running out of time in the show. It's been a good Saturday. We're still going to take calls. 404-872-0750. First, a weather update so you can plan your day. Weather update sponsored by Finley Roofing. And you've heard Brad Nitt say it's going to be sunny today. Partly cloudy, but nice. High of around 70. And that's 
probably the last warm day of the year. Showers come in later tomorrow, bringing a cold front. Highs only reaching 60 and lows in the mid-40s, and it only gets colder from there. So you've been warned. Go ahead and switch out the summer clothes for the winter clothes. Flip-flop the closet, whatever you got to do to make the room. 404-872-0750. Want to talk to Miles down in Stockbridge. Good morning from Henry County. How are you? Hey, Ashley. Yeah, I had a dogwood tree a couple weeks ago when that storm come through and bore down. They broke it in half. I'm going to dig it up. Uh, can I plant it now? And what kind of fertilizer do I use? Yeah, absolutely. Now is a wonderful, wonderful time to plant any new trees and shrubs. So what variety are you doing? Are you doing a kusa? Oh, I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I guess I'll get Garfield, Judy Garfield. I nicknamed her that, my wife, uh, to go with me. Because uh, I didn't think about that. Is there a better kind or a better? Um, Kusas do really well here, especially in urban landscapes. I mean, they could be up to 25 feet high, but not, not very many get that high. Maybe 15. 15 is probably more average. But um, some of the cultivars, there's Milky Way. That's a cool one. Constellation. Um, that, that may be some of the kusas you want to look into, absolutely. But now's a good time to plant them. Go ahead and pull that dead one out. Yeah, if it's split and broken, there's just probably not much hope for it. Um, and be ready to pop the new one in and make sure it stays watered. It is going to start to rain tomorrow. Um, but consistent watering is so key to really helping that survive, Miles. So that's on you if it becomes a little dry here in the next month to just make sure it gets about an inch a week. Oh, okay. Well, how about fertilizer? Any at all? I don't think it needs any right now. Okay. No, let it go ahead and get established. Make sure you've you've kind of gone through the roots with your fingers. You know, comb those roots out. Make sure they're not girdled around the trunk and they've got plenty of room to go horizontally, right? I mean, they just need to go out side by side, give them enough room to stretch out. Fertilizing is probably just going to jumpstart the tree and it doesn't really need to be jumpstarted right now, but Um. maybe mulch around it once you put it in as well. Don't bring the mulch up to the trunk, but mulch is going to really insulate it nicely for the winter time. So bring the mulch up to it. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't even need to be to the crown, like where that root flare is, where the trunk starts. Yeah, just keep it away from that, maybe a few inches back from that, but around the roots, you know, around the perimeter, it's going to be really happy. Oh, okay, because I have got mulch out there, okay. Yeah, maybe two or three inches of good mulch is going to be just fine. Well, I appreciate it, and I'll do that. Thanks, Sam. I love it. You and what'd you call her, Miss Garfield, Judy? Garfield, yeah, she, she's there. (laughs) Uh, yeah, believe me, she's. I can say anything I want to about her right now because she won't be up to about twelve. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Okay. So, note note uh, to right, me: you. don't don't replay this any other time that she may be up to oh, here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you I first. did that one time. Was I did that one time with Sam and Dave and got in a lot of trouble uh, about <laughs> years ago. Thank you, Goodness. him. Oh, I'm so glad you called, Miles. Good luck with that, John and Covington. Trees in his front yard getting out of hand. What to cut down? Maybe what to save. And Yolanda wants to know, is it okay to kill shrub stumps with chemicals since it's getting cold? We'll see what kind of stumps she's dealing with there. I know pulling stumps out is just so hard or getting them ground out. Uh, and Greg and Roswell, I've got some good advice for you. His wife bought some plants for the house, just some uh, random variety house plants, I'm assuming. And the tips are dying. So what that may be indicative of, and it's not fatal. So that's some good news. And Pike Nursery coming up here in 10 minutes to share something pretty exciting with you and I and everybody listening. So stay tuned. It's Green and Growing on WSB.
life. Caterpillar to a butterfly. It's green and growing with Ashley Frasca. Plants, flowers, trees, and stuff. Brought to you by Pike Nurseries. On 95.5 WSB. Nearing the end of the show today, but we still have a lot to get done. Thank you for sticking with me. I'm not feeling all that great, but you all are great. The calls have been wonderful. Questions have been good. Keep them coming. 404-872-0750. And Dave Baker is already in place for the Home Fix-It show starting at 9. And we're your home of the dogs. That means we have Georgia, South Carolina for you. All of the pregame action beginning at 3.30, of course, kickoff from Columbia, South Carolina. That is at 7.30. Can't wait for college football. So we're getting in the Christmas spirit. We're going to talk to Desiree with Pike Nursery in just a few minutes about what Christmas they have in store for you. I think you're ready. Everything's just accelerated this year. We're ready to move on to Christmas. But also, we ask that you help us with Clark's Christmas Kids this year in its 30th year. So proud of Clark Howard for carrying this Christmas tradition along. Look for Santa Clark on WSBRadio.com. Scroll down just a little ways, and you'll see Clark there dressed as Santa. That's where we help Georgia's foster children, all of the children in foster care, in group homes, in foster homes that may otherwise be forgotten about this time of the year. They get with the Department of Family and Children's Services. They get to make a list of the top three things that they want for Christmas of all ages, up to age 18, I believe. And we collectively shop for them. You've known us the first and second weekends of December to be set up at the Walmart locations around Metro Atlanta, and things look a little different this year. We're asking that you go online, so wsbradio.com, and look for Clark's Christmas Kids, and you can shop from the comfort of your own home on Walmart's site and fulfill the wishes for these kids' Christmas lists. It's really rewarding and we have a special broadcast for you that we've been putting together coming up on December 3rd and 4th. You're going to hear Clark Howard, an all-star lineup really, all kinds of folks joining us for those two days. It's going to be a lot of fun, very moving and we ask that you help us out. We have over 8,000 children to take care of and we know just with the Carathon that helps Children's Healthcare of Atlanta in the summertime, you all come through for us and this is a station effort like not a single one of our hosts feels that this is a chore or a task they don't want to do. They rally around this effort. We love being part of a team. And with your help, we make it happen for kids this Christmas. So thank you very much to all of you for your generosity and your support over the years. And thank you to Desiree Hyman for getting up early today (laughs) and being part of the show as well. Good morning. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving and happy Christmas. It is time, isn't it? I'm telling you, like, I, I I saw everyone's Thanksgiving posts on Facebook, and then literally the next day, yesterday, they're like, oh, Christmas decorations are up, and I'm like, man, y'all are good. <laughs> Maybe it's just because I'm not feeling good. I'm not that fast, but we're ready yeah. for Christmas. Bring it. And y'all have been ready for weeks now. We have. So we started, you know, kind of the last weekend with Christmas trees, and I think everyone's just looking for something fun, happy they can do, you know, in the comfort of their own home, so... And today is the perfect day to get your Christmas tree so you can get it. And before the cold weather comes in, you've got it ready to go. And then you can kind of cozy up at home. So we've got you covered for everything you need for Christmas. Yeah, head out this weekend to Pike Nursery before the trees maybe get a little soggy from the rain. Right now they are fresh. And what do you guys do with the trees as they come in, maybe from the farms in North Carolina and all of that, Desiree, that keep the trees fresh in the greenhouse so that you're giving the customer the best possible tree? 
Yeah, it's really important to us that your Christmas tree is going to last through the season. So as soon as we get the trees, we actually give them a fresh cut and stand them in a tree stand with water. So they're taking up that moisture right away to ensure that, you know, it's a nice fresh tree. And you can also get the Christmas tree stand with the tree. So you don't have to have that yearly battle of is it straight <laughs> in that stand and going back and forth. So we try to make it easy. And then we also keep all of our trees in our covered greenhouses where you can walk around the trees, see it from all angles. But especially if it gets windy or rainy, not only is it protecting the trees, but it's also protect, protecting, you know, everyone as they shop as well so that they don't have to worry about the elements. So Perfect. keeping the trees so fresh is a really, really important item. And then once you get it home, you're going to want to just keep filling the, the stand up with water to make sure that it stays nice and fresh for you through Christmas. And tell us what our choices are, because you all have so many great relationships throughout the country with these growers to provide, you know, four or five varieties of trees. You've got one for anyone that's looking for one. Yes. So if you want a fresh tree, we've got the tree for you. Um, so the Fraser fir tends to be the most popular Christmas tree in Atlanta. And it's, it has a very traditional look, but it's also the most fragrant Christmas tree. So if that's what you love and you want to have that fragrance throughout the whole season, choose a Fraser fir. Um, another super popular variety is a noble fir. And that is a little bit more lush, but it has a really classic Christmas tree shape uh, that so many people love. And then the branches are very sturdy as well. So if your ornaments are a little bit heavier, you know, that's a, that's a good tree option for you. Uh, we also have the Nordman fir, which is a little bit harder to find. It's actually the most popular Christmas tree in Europe. So if you think of kind of the traditional, maybe German Christmas, huh. that's the Nordman fir. So it's very, very lush. The branches are really strong and sturdy. So if you think of kind of those big ornaments, heavy, uh, really good option for it. But it's also really great for anyone who has allergies because it doesn't have the fragrance. So you can kind of balance it depending on, you know, if someone has allergies in your household. Yeah, if they've gone their whole life missing out on having a live tree, then the Nordman fir is for them. That's great news. Yeah. And then new this year, uh, we have the Alpine Noble. So it's similar to the Noble. It's full, but it has big spaces between the branches. So it's a little bit more rustic looking. Um, it can also, depending on your decorations, look very modern. I will tell you, this has become a huge hit this year. So if you want the Alpine Noble, come in first thing this morning and we'll try to find one and make sure that you get one because it has done a huge hit. And then the tree that Pike Nurseries has been known for for decades is the Snowflock tree. So we take any of the fresh cut trees and we make it look like a snowy winter. Um, the snowflock is, you know, it's all natural, it's not toxic, so if you have kids or pets, no worries. Uh, the snowflock is also really great because you don't have to water the tree. So the flock kind of locks in the moisture. So it's, you know, if you're going to be gone a couple of days or maybe just um, forget watering a little bit more often, the snowflock is a really great option. So fun. So that one doesn't need to be watered. All the others we really need to be conscious, especially running the heat in the house and the air dries yep. out a little bit. Be really conscious of just sticking your finger down in that stand. And I mean, I would say with that fresh cut Desiree, they're going to soak up moisture probably a lot more quickly. But folks could stay on top of that maybe every three to five days checking the water level. 
Yeah, especially depending on if you're placing the tree by a vent or a window where it gets direct sun, it's going to take up that water a little bit more. I would say kind of start out checking it every morning or kind of daily. And then usually, yeah, you're going to want to fill it up every two, three, four days, kind of depending on, you know, the size of the tree or, or whatnot. But, yeah, it's really important that you never let that water level drop down below. And you can also add some tree preserve, which really just softens the wood. So it helps draw that water up as well. Good idea. So they've got that at Pike Nursery, fresh wreaths and fresh garland. You want to pick up a little bit of everything when you're there and they'll give you ideas mm -hmm. of how to to best display the wreaths and the garlands, maybe some new and non-traditional ideas of things you can do. But tell us about the decor kit, Desiree, to where we don't really even have to choose. We get it all. Yes, <laughs> we make it nice and easy. So if you're getting a Christmas tree and if you're either getting a wreath or a poinsettia, you're going to want to choose the decor kit. So how it works is you choose any size Christmas tree, any variety, so whichever one that you love best. And then you get a 24-inch mixed wreath and then two of our beautiful poinsettias. You can go with classic red or we have a ton of very fun colors. And then you actually save $15. So, and if you want to you know, choose a different wreath you can. If you want to go bigger on the poinsettias because that's what works for you, that's fine. We'll customize the kit for you, but it's a really great way to kind of get everything you need and then save $15 while you're doing it as well. A good savings. You get your tree, a 24-inch wreath, two of the six-and-a-half-inch poinsettias, save $15. Well, how can we find out more if we like what we've heard today and we're going to scope out store locations, store hours? Where do we need to start? Always we have everything you need to know at our website, so pikenursery.com. Also, our in-store experience is open. We are social distance and ask that everyone wear a mask. But if you do want, you know, you can order online for either curbside pickup, so contactless pickup, or we're going to do doorstep delivery as well. So if things are just crazy and you don't have time or you want that little added convenience, Go to our website, pikenursery.com, order everything you need for Christmas, your tree, poinsettias, everything, and then we can actually deliver it right to you. That is something worth looking into, folks. I know my husband and I are in a position where that just may be what we're going to do. <laughs> or if you have a smaller vehicle and you can't throw the Christmas tree on top of it, what a great option. Well, Desiree, thanks for the time this morning and happy holidays. I know we'll be checking in with you leading up to Christmas. Yes, absolutely. Hope you feel better, Ashley. Thank you. Take it easy. PikeNursery.com for everything you need to know. Great deals at Pike Nursery. So much to choose from. All right. Up next, we're going to talk to Yolanda in Decatur. Thanks for being patient. Yolanda, you're on the radio. Hi. Uh, Ashley, I have, uh, I'm overwhelmed, but right now my yard is getting a lot of wisteria seeds, wisteria, mm -hmm. ivy, the works from my neighbor. Okay. How is it too late for me to try to spray after this rain? Will the cold not not help by, you know, putting some kind of chemical on it? As long as the ivy, the wisteria I'm not so sure about, but the ivy, as long as those are still leafing out, that herbicide is going to be drawn in through the leaves. So when you spray that on the surface of the leaves, that's how that plant is going to take that herbicide in. Mm -hmm. So kind of use your judgment on the wisteria. Now may not be the best time to try to control that, but 
um, yeah, using something a little selective on the ivies and things like I told Lori earlier in the show, something with triclopyr. That way it's a little more selective and not like a glyphosate that's going to wipe out everything around it. But look for the active ingredient of triclopyr. There's a lot of uh, brush killers and things that are going to be most effective on that. How do you spell it? T-R-Y-C-L-O? Uh, T-R-I-C-L-O-P-Y-R. Yeah, um, and I'm sorry you're feeling bad, but let me tell you, I found a product that's very good. The first mm -hmm. time I get sniffles, I take it, and it wipes it out. It's called Oxilla Coxium, and it's in a white, yellow, and orange package. It's made by Byron, B-O-I-R-O-N. It's made in France, oh. and it's homeopathic, and it's great. Oh, thank Absolutely you for that. Absolutely great. When I get the sniffles or I start sneezing, I take that dose uh, that they recommend, and I'm well. Ah, thank you, Yolanda. Yeah, that that really helps. But I mean, it's been it's been fun for three hours. This is definitely I love getting to talk to all of you. Wouldn't miss it for the world. And this takes my mind off of it for sure. But <laughs> I'm starting to feel it now. It's time yeah, to get back in bed. Yeah. And did you call about um, stumps too? Killing some yes, shrub yes, stumps have, that you had. I have some uh, the stumps. Um, are varied. Some of it's like boxwood. Oh my God, those things just come up, and I don't know how. But uh, again, this is all from the neighbor's yard, and it's boxwoods. Um, and also, I don't know what you call it. It looks like a hibiscus, uh -huh. and it looks the the leaf is like a hibiscus, but it grows wild here. Hmm. And I want to get rid of those. Okay, the the and thing flowers. That I'm yeah, I'm, I'm thinking maybe Rose of Sharon, um, and now's the time to prune that for those of you who want to keep it. If you don't, it's it's great to cut it down. But when I saw that you had maybe called about stumps, too, uh, a good product is made by Bonide. You can find that at Pike Nursery, that line of products, Bonide. Um, but a stump and vine killer and also stump out. Products like that, they're going to help accelerate the decomposition of stumps and things. Also, folks have uh, just home remedies. Use a drill bit, drill maybe four or five holes into a stump and pour buttermilk. I, I don't know why folks have gone with that for years and years, but you want to read the labels on these products, the stump out and the stump um, vine killer, because one needs to be used once it's already seasoned and kind of decaying for probably almost a year's time. That's going to help it. Um, but in the beginning, as it's still fresh, it's a fresh stump, a fresh cut, use that stump and vine killer right after it's cut down. And that slows the process of suckers and it re-sprouting. Thank you very much for, uh, for your concern, Yolanda, and for calling. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back on WSB. been a good show. Thanks to all of you that called and participated. A weather update sponsored by Finley Roofing. Before we let you go, it's going to be a partly cloudy day. Sunny right now. High almost 70 degrees. Lows in the upper 40s. And then that cold front comes in with some rain later tomorrow. Highs only around 60 and lows in the mid 40s. So really quickly, John in Covington called a large oak tree in his front yard getting out of hand. Wants to know about getting rid of it and when to have it cut down. So, John, my advice would be either to have it limbed up, if that's an option. That's going to be a much less expensive option if you can just have it limbed up. 
Um, but if you just need to have it taken down, I would say now is just as good a time as any. It's tough to have trees removed in the spring and the summer because the crews can inadvertently do damage to plants around the tree that you want to save. So right now, a lot of things are dormant or have died off. So I would go ahead and have that done. And keep in mind, when you do that, sometimes it adds stress, especially to an oak. And they can lose acorns like crazy in the fall, just as kind of a sign of stress of having it limbed or removed. So, um, well, limbed up. If you haven't removed acorns, aren't going to be a problem. I'm not feeling great. I'm going to go back to bed. Thank you to all of you. If you want my top three to-do list of things to do in the landscape today, that's going to be on the Facebook page, Green and Growing WSB. Hope you follow up there. We ran out of time for a lot of stuff I wanted to do today, but thanks to Jason and DeMarco for holding it together. And I'll be back with you on Triple Team Traffic beginning Monday morning. Have a good holiday weekend and shop small today. Help those small businesses out. Take care. You can probably treat yourself to an ad-free upgrade or at least grab an extra latte after getting a Chime checking account with features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe. No minimum balance requirements and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals 24. That's chime.com slash goals 24. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply.